On today's episode, we get back to basics as we break down everything about Universal Studios for our first part of our Universal 101 series. This is episode 15 of the Capture the Magic Universal podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show today. My name is Jamie Lee, and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. Well, we're uh, we're back in 2021 with a you know new Universal podcast episode. You excited to get this going? Uh, I am. <laughs> I, I, I feel yes. I feel like I, I have no choice but to say yes in this instance because if I, if I did not, it would be weird. It would be weird. Yeah. Well, we do have a little bit of changes to the Universal Podcast in case you don't listen to our main Capture the Magic podcast. It's just Jared and I from now on on the Universal Podcast and we're going to do it about once a month-ish. Yeah. Uh, we'll put at minimum once a month. If we mm-hmm. do more than that, then we'll just, uh, they'll just be bonus. But yeah. Yeah. Once or twice a month-ish. Um, so that's kind of what we're looking at um, going forward with the this uh, this podcast. Um, but I have a question for you, Jared. I'm all ears. So, you know, we t- in doing research for this episode, because there's a lot of, of universal stuff that I'm still learning, um, I got to kind of take a look back at all the old attractions mm-hmm. at, uh, at Universal, and it got me thinking. What attraction do you wish you could have done that no longer exists at Universal Studios that you've heard about? Probably the King Kong ride, the first confrontation. Yeah, I I don't. If I did ride it, I don't remember it. I don't think I did. I I've heard people say it was. I've heard a lot of people say it was terrifying. I feel like you'd remember that one. Yeah, like a lot of people say like they it. didn't like they. It was really scary. Um. If there's any ride I could have back, it would be Back to the Future. Here, here. Well, and especially yes. like obviously, it's like, would you say it's your favorite movie? Yeah. Okay. Number. I figured. I've it, said that many times. Well, I, I know it. Sometimes Indiana Jones creeps up there, but oh no, um, Back to the Future, one hundred percent. I feel like now after have I do now appreciate Back to the Future more than I did perhaps probably before we met or were married. But I feel like now I would I would like it even more. But I mean, we still have the little. You have the DeLorean out there with with Doc. But you did that one. You did that attraction, right? I did. I don't, it, it, I don't remember a ton about it. I'm sure I did it back. We wrote it back when we went in like 13, didn't we? I believe we wrote. When did it no, change? No, it, it closed in 2007. Was it 07? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that it's shows you It's been a while. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. I'm definitely. Univer- like for us, Universal, or, like it's been until recently- <laughs> I don't think it was 07. No, it was a while ago. Okay. It was a while ago. Anyways, I, I probably wrote it. I know I wrote it back when I was in high school. Um, obviously, Universal until recently, like we we hadn't gone very often. So, yeah, that's right. the one I wish if any of them, I would take that one back. Okay. I think you would agree. Yeah, okay. I would definitely bring that one back, <laughs> but I did that one. What do you mean you did? My that? question was, what have you not done? No, I know, done? I know. And I, I, what What about you? What about one that you didn't do that you would bring back? I don't remember not doing any. Like I think I went enough. I did. 
all of them. So you just wanted to brag? <laughs> no, I wanted to know. <laughs> I wanted to know what you have you've done. Um, I did Jaws. I remember Jaws. Mm-hmm. I think Kong is like the only one. I mean, I'm sure there's another one that I'm not thinking of, but Kong's the one that sticks out. Yeah. I I never... Let's see. Um, yeah, because I was six when it first opened. We'll, we'll get into this, but it was... I was six when it first opened, so if there was any attraction that opened on opening day that I couldn't do, but there wasn't that many, um, I'll have to think about it more. But like, I don't remember. I don't remember doing Jaws. I remember doing Jaws in Universal Hollywood. I don't remember it here though, or oh, in okay. Orlando. So maybe that one. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll choose that one. Jaws Orlando. Yeah, I remember that one was. I mean, it, it was. I don't think I'd seen Jaws when I first wrote it, but it was. Oh, I hadn't either. I had no iconic, idea what it was. An iconic ride. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we are going to get into, kind of do like a deep dive into well, the Universal Studios Florida theme park. That, yeah. The, the first one. <laughs> well, we realized we never really set a sort of a basics, which we do this sometimes on, on the Capture the Magic Normal podcast, which especially with Disney has things that change so much. Um, so it's, it's a good refresher for you know everybody that because there's a lot of people i think now that are definitely looking at going to universal more especially since things have reopened and and we've talked about universal's resorts are so nice that i think a yeah. lot of people i mean especially if you're talking about dockside and riverside or not riverside excuse me surfside mm-hmm. um i think it's got a lot of people i know more and more people in our, our facebook groups are very curious about universal yeah, and a lot of people don't haven't been or don't have any familiarity right. with it. So. so we kind of feel like this is a good time to do that. Although yeah. I will say from numerous people that have gone recently, they said do Disney first and then do Universal because a lot of people are saying Universal has their stuff together better than Disney does in terms Ooh, of okay. like resort guests, like having things more organized oh. stuff on that end of things. Yeah. So Always play the comparison game with those. This is from three different people that have told me the same thing. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being the voice for the people. Well, okay. Well, we're going to go into a little bit of the background and, you know, talk about what you can find inside the park and all that. But first we want to take care of some housekeeping as always. Uh, We've got Capture the Magic podcast. That's Jared and I, and that's on uh, Thursdays. We've got Trip Tales. That's once a month. Maybe a bonus episode here and there if I can fit it in. And um, I still am taking guests for my March episode. Anyway, send me a, send me an email or um, go to ctmtriptails.com and fill out the, the form if you'd like to be a guest on the show. Um, let's see. We've got um, Dizzy's is on hiatus right now. and It'll be returning um, sometime soon. And then Club 32. Don't forget Club 32. ctmvip.com if you want to sign up for exclusive club where you can get all the the insider info and the live stream insider info of us i guess i don't know we don't have any inside info on parks i should say no i just want to go out and say that um but we we do go to disney a lot and we like we do live streams for for our club members and discounts on apparel yeah i was just along with club 32 now there's exclusive content we've got distry is now a club 32 show Mm -hmm. um that is going to be on mondays uh, we've got Cool Kids Kitchen. We have third, Club Thirty Two Speakeasy, and other things coming that way on there. So there is there is a uh, very uh, I guess you would, I don't know what kind of programming special programming in there exclusive programming that's what you'd say mm-hmm. it. Uh, and yeah, we've got the newest uh, release. It's a 
the tank our first tangled shirt it's a rapunzel mm-hmm. shirt lost princess frying pan company uh, if you go to ctmshirts.com you can check out all the new shirts we've got some hats too uh, a couple of baby yoda mando hats that are in the shop now so you can get and uh, things uh, you know they run a little sm- now jamie's definitely we, we had planned in 2021 anyways of jamie doing more on the shirt side just because the shirts originally were kind of your baby to begin with and then obviously she had actual babies and so it kind of took her away from doing more so now the kids are getting a little older she's plugging back into it so things are more definitely more organized and uh all that stuff so yeah go to ctmshirts.com and uh, obviously don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review as always yes and we want to mention our wonderful sponsor zippity doo travel yeah so if you're looking to go to disney or universal uh head over to travelzip.com there's a quick form there you can fill out tell them what you're looking to do and uh, they will get you connected with an agent and basically help you plan a great trip for no cost to you so it's uh it's, it's kind of a no-brainer just let them do a lot of the, the work for you and uh we our our agent is awesome we numerous times she's gotten us dining reservations and you know, things like that, that we just tell her, hey, you know, if you happen to come across this, you know, be great. And, and she she's awesome, comes through. And, so, and all their agents do this, too. So it makes your life a lot easier, yeah. um, you know, especially when you want to switch resorts. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. can I just go over here? And they just take care of it for you. So, That's right. again, go to travelwithzip.com. Okay, so let's get to, let's get to class. Universal 101. <sighs> I don't want to go back to class. <laughs> I'm done with school. I'm sorry. Uh, so this episode is focusing on the Universal Studios Florida theme park. Okay, so this is confusing. We need some terminology clarification. So Universal Studios, Universal refers to the the parks, city walk, the hotels as Universal Orlando. Yes. Okay. So the park we're talking about today, they refer to as Universal Studios Florida. And then the other park is Islands of Adventure. Yes. Okay. So today we're talking about the original park, Universal Studios Florida. Yes. Got it? Okay, great. Okay, were so... You talking, were you talking to me? I am. I'm talking to you and Oh, okay. I was like, I got, I got this. Huh? I know. It just... it's It, bear, it bears repeating. <laughs> um, so the first thing we're going to talk about is a little bit of background before we get into kind of what it is now. Yes, because background makes everything clear. It does. Yeah. Um, so, Universal Studios, we'll just refer to it as that. So okay. So, you know what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, park opened June 7th, 1990. Uh, the original theme was See the Stars, Ride the Movies. Well, they went through many iterations of the theme, like the, the theme or the slogan or whatever, but it always kind of was around ride the movies right they yeah. did that a couple times like going into the movies mm-hmm. uh it used to be a working studio so it had shows from nickelodeon especially being filmed there um and they took components from the already existing universal studios hollywood studio tour and made them into standalone attractions like jaws basically mm-hmm. so yeah in hollywood there is so they had the studio tour with the actual working studio mm-hmm. it was there you know forever I vaguely and then re- they built the theme park around that yeah i vaguely remember nickelodeon i remember it like, vaguely remember nickelodeon being there yeah um by the way the the offices and some of the filming stuff was where blue man group is now by the right way. yeah um yeah so and then jaws is obviously part of the studio tour and, and it became like a a permanent attraction right in orlando 
Uh, it celebrated 30 years in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, only one original attraction and one original one original show remains. And that's E.T. and the Universal Horror Makeup Show. Everything else is different. How much longer do you think E.T. stands? I I've often know. wondered this. I don't know. It's it's Steven Spielberg's baby. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I feel like in 10 years, surely it's still not there. Um, I don't know. Like, it doesn't really draw a lot of crowds unless it's really busy. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously there was competition with MGM Studios, which is now known as Hollywood Studios, but with I- Michael Eisner, who was Disney's CEO at the time. Yeah. He famously beat them to opening. Uh, with half a part. <laughs> yeah. He technically <laughs> opened first. Right. Not, it's kind of like your house was done first, but none of the walls were done. Right. Kind of thing. I think, yeah. Um, it was May 1st. Uh, night, it, was, it was like a full year later, full year earlier. It was like May 1st, 1989. Yeah. He made it a point to beat them. <laughs> then, yeah. yeah, 90. Um, but there's more into that. And we may do another episode about that whole thing between MGM and Universal. I want to do a history on it because it's very yeah. interesting. It's very interesting. So, And I feel like Michael so, yeah. Eisner gets a bad rap. Yeah. Personality-wise, but I think for the stuff he did, obviously this is a Disney podcast, but what he did for <laughs> Disney in the 90s, pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to kind of where the park is situated and how to get there. <laughs> yes. Um, so, how to get there. You can go to the park in the parking garage. There's one giant parking garage. Yes. Uh, you walk through security into City Walk. So basically, it, it crowds you into one central location mm-hmm. that you then go through security, mm-hmm. and then it basically dumps you out into City Walk. And then from there, you can choose if you want to go to Studio side or if you want to go Islands of Adventure side, or if you just want to wander around City Walk. And, and what is City Walk for those that are not familiar? Uh, it is their shopping and restaurant sort of district, um, similar to Disney Springs in theory but not anywhere near the size of disney springs oh no it's very it's um, small it's very much smaller mm-hmm. um but yeah they've got food and places to shop i mean not a ton it's not a huge right. like i said it's mostly food in there at this a point. lot of restaurants there are some clubs um i don't know if they're doing any right now um i don't know if they are i mean on the, on the other side i mean so city walk's got this main component then the other side of the water you've got like hard rock cafe Mm-hmm. You've got. Um, I guess that's considered City Walk. Too. It's still City Walk yeah. over there. Um, you've got the Chocolate Emporium, places over there. So yeah, so yeah, so from there, like Jared said, you can either keep going straight from the parking garage, like through City Walk, to get Islands of Adventure, or you can go right, and that takes you to Universal Studios. Yes. All right. Which is where we're going today. We're taking a right. <laughs> yeah, we're taking a right. Um, okay, so. As you as you kind of go around, so you have that that turning globe that says Universal on it. Yes, Ooh, that's pretty iconic. I think. I yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's like they're. I mean, Universal didn't really have park icons like Disney no, does, so I would say icon. that's sort of their icon is that. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were to have one, it would be that one for sure. Yeah, and it's supposed to be. You know, obviously, they're taking their idea from Universal Studios Hollywood. Like, you're entering a studio. Like, you're entering a working studio. But you're in in the movie studio. It's, it's very strange. But So, it looks like you're entering the gates of, like, Universal. Like, in 
uh, California. This was right. supposed to be like emulating. Yeah. Um, so it kind of looks like you're in California, at least when you first go in. So um, let's talk about how the park is set up. Yeah, so there are eight themed areas uh, around a lagoon, if you will. A lagoon. Lagoon. You have Production Central. You have New York, San Francisco, London, and Diagon Alley. You have World Expo, Springfield, which is The Simpsons, Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone, and then you have Hollywood. Yeah. So what we'll do is we're kind of go through each themed area and just kind of tell you what's in it. We're not going to go into huge detail of each thing. Obviously, that would take forever. Um, but we're just kind of kind of breeze through and, and tell you kind of what's in there. Yep. So first one, Production Central. You just go straight. Going straight. Yep. Uh, in here, you've got the Universal Studios Store. You've got Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem, R- Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, uh, Universal Music Plaza Stage, Transformers The Ride, you got Shrek 4D, Universal Studios Classic Monsters Cafe, Bone Chillin', <laughs> which is like a, a drink station yeah. thing there, mm-hmm. and the gift shops at the end of the attractions as well. Yeah. So this is like, I know this is supposed to be like you're in a, you're in a, the studio production area. Um, but it's, I, I, I would consider it the least themed area. Yeah, okay, I would say so. Yeah. There's just not really anything. It's, so, it's sort of just there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's fine. And it, 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 I wouldn't say there's, it, there was, there's not like a Main Street USA equivalent. Because the, this is, again, nothing no. memorable about, about I mean, if you want to get the same, I, I feel like the same experience of like a Main Street type experience that would be going into like Diagon Alley type yeah, of thing. but not the, not same, the thing. same thing. Again, these are the, no. the things of obviously our audience is a lot of Disney people. So this is one of those things when you go to Universal and you're used to Disney, um, there's not those sort of, like we said, there's no park icons. Right. You really don't have a, a Main Street USA, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. So you're kind of just, once you're in there, you just, you're just kind of in the park. Yeah. And all those attractions that we talked about, they all have a gift shop at the end of the attraction. Yes. They're very good about putting a gift shop at the end of the attraction. Disney does it sometimes. Not all the time. Yeah. Disney's not as, yeah. They'll try it like the, mm-hmm. the Toy Story Mania one they kind of threw in there. <laughs> right. Which most people just walk by, but yeah. Um, Winnie the Pooh has one. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of spread here and most there. Most of Disney's, you don't have to walk through the gift shop to get out. Right. Whereas Universal, you do. Well, and right. And Universal is not as heavily attended as Disney, so they don't have to worry about space as much. So right. that's probably why. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's Production Central. Um, do you want to move on to the next one? Go to New York. New York. Hey, I'm in New York. Yes, Garth, we are going to New York is where we're Thank going. Thank you. Uh, all right, here we have a Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon, The Tribute Store, Revenge of the Mummy, The Blues Brothers Show, Finnegan's Bar and Grill, Louis Italian Restaurant, Auntie Anne's Pretzels, Starbucks Sahara Traders, Rosie's Irish Shop, Park Plaza Holiday Shop, and the Film Vault. Yep. Um, most notably in here, the Tribute Store is fairly new. Um, it's a cool place. Uh, I like yeah. how they, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like a, it's a very heavily themed store. Yeah, they didn't they open that starting with Halloween Horror Nights? Wasn't yes. that their thing? Okay, yeah. so now what they use it for is basically whatever event or 
holiday is going on it's themed for that yeah so but there the was Christmas one was cool there's a christmas holiday yeah. one there because there's going to be a mardi gras right tribute store as well so it'll just kind of keep going um let's see there's the finnegan's bar and grill i have never been i think i went to louis italian restaurant years ago um but they've got the staples like annie ann's ben and jerry's starbucks um and little shops here and there so it's a it's a it's a fairly it's a fairly good sized area, but there's it's crammed. There's a lot crammed into that area. Yeah, I'd like to go sure. to Finnegan's. I think I've been there once, but I don't remember much about it. Mm-hmm. But kind of their, their Irish bar there, if you will. Oh, really? Finnegan's is Irish. <laughs> Just clearing things up in case people were wondering. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, and it, it this is and I was talking with Jared about this last night. This is the one area that confuses me like spatially. Because it's it's not a like most places I feel like are in either in like a circle or a square. This one's in like a triangle, and for some reason I can't get my bearings like where well, I'm standing, I, like where things are located. But it's just me. I think it's because you're just used to how Disney parks are laid out, probably. And this is just very not. It's just very different. From yeah, how Disney's laid out. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so that was New York. Yes. So now we're going to San Francisco. Uh, over here we have the always stupendous Fast and Furious Supercharged. Mm-hmm. Fantastic ride. <laughs> Not really. No. Uh, Richter's Burger Company. Uh, Chez Alcatraz. Shea Alcatraz. It's Shea? Shea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why is there a Z in there then? It, that's that's French. <sighs> Let's put these letters in here to make me look foolish. <laughs> no. uh, Lombard's Seafood Grill. Mm-hmm. San Francisco Candy Factory, Graveyard Snacks, Universal Studios Custom Gear, and SF Beer Company. So lots of food in this section because Fast and Furious Supercharged takes up that whole building. It does. It used to be part Earthquake, part um, Jaws and everything, Mm -hmm. but now they just use that whole section. So there you go. To make a (laughs) subpar ride. And, And... Full disclosure, I haven't been to any of these like places to eat before, which I uh, think we need to try. Like, yeah, I've been to Richter's. It's been a while. Oh, you have? Okay. It, it's just, I, it's been so long, I couldn't tell you how the food was. Yeah. But I know I've been in there and had the food there before. I know Lombard Seafood is decent. It's the one that sits over the water. Right. Um, And then the Universal Studios Custom Gear is just like a stand. So it was the beer company one. So so there you go. That's San Francisco. What's next? <laughs> well, next we have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter over in Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. Diagon. Diagon Alley. Um, so in here, we have we have lots of things in here. Lots of things. So there's Hogwarts Express, which is the train that takes you. This is one of the transportations that takes you to the other park and back and forth. But it's kind of, I mean, basically, this is like a ride. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. it is specifically a ride, but I mean, it's more of a theme park type attraction ride, I think. It's something that mm-hmm. good to do. Uh, you got the night bus from the movies with the talking mm-hmm. head. You got Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. You have Magical Menagerie. Is that how you mm-hmm. say that? I said it right. Look mm-hmm. at me. Uh, Gibulous Writing Instruments. Ollivanders, which I have been to Ollivanders, and I actually did the experience in there because I, I got a wand for a friend. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize at the time you could just go into the straight to the shop. Or you can go to Wands by Gregorovitz. Right. So I stood bitch. in line and did the experience, which it was actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You can't film it, but right. so I got to see that. So um, 
like Jamie said, Wands by Grigorovitz. 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 <laughs> you have Gringotts Money Exchange. You have Glogus Mundi. Mm-hmm. The Tales of Beetle the Bard and Celestina, excuse me, Celestina Warbuck and the Banshees, which these are both shows. Is that on that stage? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leaky Cauldron, mm-hmm. Florin Fort Eskew's Ice Cream Parlor. These words are going to get me. <laughs> Fountain of Fair Fortune, The Hopping Pot, Eternal's Elixir of Refreshment, Weasling's Wizard... Weasley's. We- sorry, I, I knew that one as soon as I said it. <laughs> Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, uh, Borgen and Burks, Madam Malkin's Robes for All Occasions. It's quite the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, how do you say that word? Wiseacres. Okay, Wiseacres Wizarding Equipment slash Quality Quidditch Supplies. Mm-hmm. Sugar Plum Sweet Shop in London Taxi Hut. Okay, so just FYI, if you've never been to Diagon Alley, it's a very small area. With a lot of stuff in and there. And there's a ton of stuff jam-packed in there. But they do it on purpose because it's supposed to be like you're in London. In London, you know, they have very small boutique-like shops like this. Yeah. Or, or places to eat. So they want you to, to feel kind of crowded. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the thing. When you're in here, there's so many little things in there. Like, when don't you first... don't take a stroller in the shops. Don't do it. Yeah, it can be mm-hmm. tight. Yeah. Um, then no, when you first get in there, you kind of think, oh, and you see the big stuff. But then if you go wandering around, there's so many little nooks and crannies in this yeah. whole land. And we're gonna do a 101 of Harry Potter on on this side and the other Harry part. Potter on the show. What you said 101? We're getting Harry Potter on the show. That would be great if we could. I guess we could try and get Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> I very much doubt he would do it. Okay. Or return my emails. But. <laughs> <laughs> Although you could just go, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> okay. All right. So what's? Oh, and I forgot the facade. Um, right next to where you go in Diagon Alley is Grim Grimald Grimald's place, which is like the it's supposed to be like in London. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on from Harry Potter World too, we'll go to the World Expo, which uh, jam packed in here with. <laughs> Fear Factor Live, which I know you're thinking, thank God they have Fear Factor Live still, and Men in Black Alien Attack, and that's it. Uh, Fear Factor Live is not running right now. It I is, wonder why. <laughs> it is used as a relaxation area, or you you rest area is what they call it right now. Yeah. Um. So, no show there, and then, yeah, Men in Black. So, yeah, only two main things. There's some, like, food stands and... Here and there, there's a Coca-Cola store right there. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, this is one of those areas, if I were to, you know, we've talked about, because obviously Universal has limited space compared to Disney. Like, they have to redo things more frequently. This is an area that I would be shocked in 10 years if that all is still there. In 10 years? Yeah. I mean, there's there's other stuff they could put back there mm-hmm. that utilize it better. I think they're going to get a, a giant IP going in there. That's what I think. Well. I agree. <laughs> okay. They will get a giant IP in there. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's head over to Springfield. And now this used to be part of World Expo. Mm-hmm. Now it's Springfield, which is one of the reasons World Expo is so much smaller now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have the Simpsons ride, which took the place of the Back to the Future ride, which Jamie... I'm not going to speak about this because it makes me angry. I just want you guys to know, Jamie legitimately... We I rode this ride even. once, and then Mm-mm. she was... Nope, I won't ride it ever again. Visibly furious... And, she, and ill, by the way. I thought I was going to throw up. Yeah. It's um, terrible. She's not going to let this go. Nope. She's she's very mad still. Nope. Um, so we also have King and Kodo's Twirl and Hurl. Mm-hmm. 
Duff Brewery, Fast Food Boulevard. So in here we've got Bumblebee Man's Taco Truck, Lard Lad Donuts, Expo Eats, and Funnel Cakes Food Truck. Uh, there's the Backlot Mini Cafe, Moe's Tavern, and the Quickie Mart. Yeah, Moe's Tavern has a couple of different places to eat in there. Like yeah, which is interesting about Springfield because it's mostly food. It's a lot of food, a lot of, a lot of beer, you too. Know, you would think when you're going in there that mm-hmm. there may be some more rides, but there's just two rides and mostly food and mm-hmm. drinks. Mm-hmm. So. The uh, the version at um, Hollywood is better. Yeah, the version at Hollywood, from what I've seen, has a lot more little um, things in there and, and yeah. kind of maybe a better themed area. But. Yeah. Uh, all right, where are we heading now? We're heading to Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. Yes. Uh, so in here... <laughs> There's actually quite a few things. We have animal actors on location. A day in the park with Barney. Curious George goes to town. Woody Woodpecker's Nut House Coaster. Fievel's Playland. E.T. Adventure. Kid Zone Pizza Company. Uh, SpongeBob Store Pants. <laughs> and Cafe Four. Yeah. So this this place is good for kids like, I don't know, five to eight. Yeah, I would say that's the age range in there. <laughs> right, five yeah. to nine. Um, I I think I've been back here as an adult uh, one time. Um, yeah. I don't remember it as a kid, I like at all. I, I even was talking to my dad about this. I was like, Dad, did we go back there when we were kids, like in the early 90s? He's like, yeah. I mean, I remember you guys going and doing that stuff, but I mean, I can't, I couldn't place it now. And I was like, yeah, I don't remember it at all. We did Disney, obviously, way more. Right. But apparently we did do some of these attractions back then. So I don't recall anything from my childhood back there. But that'd mean a whole lot because I there, don't remember things. Well, and there's that rumor, you know, that they're going to replace it with a different land. I I would believe that rumor just because Woody Woodpecker is not a... Kids don't really know Woody Woodpecker. I mean, it's, when's an, the la- old, it's an older IP. I mean, when's the last time Woody Woodpecker cartoon was on TV? I don't know. That wasn't on I like... Don't know you know a channel that just played old stuff yeah i don't know and you mentioned et you know being back there it's i mean it's it's okay they don't although so what made it so here's like what made it special okay so in you know when it opened in in 90 91 whatever whenever we went uh when you went through the queue you know, they played on the TVs at the beginning, like it's talking about Steven Spielberg and working with the alien, and it was like right. a backstage thing. But they gave you cards, and the cards had like barcode on it. They were like, you know, chipped or whatever. And you handed it to a team member, and they put your name in, scan the card, put your name in. Yeah. And then you just can't keep walking and get into the queue. The queue was super dark, like you were in the woods, like E.T. was in the movie. Okay. Scared the crap out of me as a kid really dark thought like animals were in there like it was just kind of like scary right um but at the end of the attraction the alien the et at the end it says your name goodbye jamie jordan marty Mm -hmm. scott (laughs) that's what i said it was hilarious i loved it then they still do they still do that no they don't do that okay last time one of the times i wrote it not that long ago they still did that i mean they might have done it recently but like right at this moment like with with everything going on no yeah they don't okay. give out the cards i haven't ridden it since the parks reopened so. yeah so anyway that that's just kind of what it is and i don't think anything has changed i doubt it i don't think anything is our daughter wasn't know. a big fan of it was she 
Um, not really. I think she kind of got scared at the the ET stuff because it looked weird to her. He does look a little odd. <laughs> she doesn't really know she doesn't at all know who he is. So right. So four year olds, meh, probably not a fan of this. I ride. mean, if I was her and I just saw this strange creature, uh, yeah. I would be a little freaked out too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, moving on to Hollywood section. Yes, uh, over here we have Universal Orlando Horror Makeup Show. Horror Makeup Show. Horror. Uh, the Bourne Spectacular. Uh, Central Park Crips. Uh, Cafe La Bamba. Mel's Drive-In. Schwab's Pharmacy. Williams of Hollywood Prop Shop. UOAP Lounge. This is the Universal Passholder Lounge area. Mm-hmm. The Today Cafe. Marilyn and the Diamond Bella's Show. The Brown Derby Hat Shop. Betty Boop store and the Hello Kitty shop. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The annual passholder lounge is fairly new. I think in the last year, mm-hmm. maybe that went in. And then they, yeah, they still do that Marilyn Monroe show, which is still fun. The characters they've got that. Well, they've got Bart Simpson in his little um, trailer, I guess. That's set up on it's Hollywood that, Street. It's like an he, RV type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there, is, there are characters out, and then it's SpongeBob does their little show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they call it. There's, there's a superstar parade that usually goes on. I don't know if they're doing it right now, um, but it has some characters like the minions and. I think um, they still Scooby-Doo do and, it, and then it's just like a distance thing. It's a little okay. different. I remember okay. there being. A I don't think I've seen it since everything, but um, <laughs> something notable that I miss is the Isla Lucy tribute. Yeah, that 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 was where the Hello Kitty shop is, yes. right? Yeah, yes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Jamie loves her. Then, so I do. Uh, uh, but the Born Spectacular is the newest thing in there, besides the Central Park Crepes. Yeah, but. and we tried to do Born Spectacular a few times, but every time it's because it's it's obviously distance now, and it's harder to get in there. And then when we well we tried when we didn't have kids. I don't think it's a show for kids. So I don't. No, I don't think so. one of these days we'll check it. Out. I've heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't got to check that out yet. And then something that they do, uh, you know, they are, I don't think they're doing it right now. I Actually, I know they're not doing it right now. The Universal Orlando Cinematic Celebration, and that's the fireworks laser projection show. Lasers. It's not laser. <laughs> but projection show at the, on the lagoon. It celebrates put, the movies that yeah. Universal does. I would. I, they need to bring this back when they do bring it back and have Jaws with lasers attached to its head. Lasers. I feel like that'd be a good touch. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Great. But anyway, that's not going on right now, but usually it is. Um, events, Jared. Well, uh, normally you have Halloween Horror Nights, which obviously this past Halloween it was canceled. You have the Macy's Holiday Parade, which this past Christmas was also canceled. That you could walk through. Uh, that, mm-hmm, which we did do that, which was, that was cool. I mean, they had Santa in there. That was, that was kind of a cool thing they did. Uh, Mardi Gras, which they are doing this year. Uh, it's called Mardi Gras 2021 International Flavors of Carnival. That's how you say that, right? Carnival? I think that's yeah, mm-hmm. the way that Mardi Gras yep. say it. Uh, it's running February 6th through March 28th. Uh, then you have Rock the Universe. This is a Christian music festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, summer concert series. And then a celebration of Harry Potter. That's in the fall, correct? No, that's actually in January. And they're not doing it this year. Isn't it in January? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's usually like the last weekend. Why did I think it was in the fall then? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, so the Mardi Gras thing, you know, um, it starts next month. And 
obviously we're going to try and, and check it out and yeah. see what it's like. It falls very closely to an Epcot festival. <laughs> Lots of They're focusing on food this year a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, I've never done anything Mardi Gras. So I'm kind of... I haven't either. I'm kind of excited to check it out because I, I really don't have anything to... Another thing I compare it to is a Disney festival, so I'm right. kind of I'm kind of curious how it is. Yeah, so there's there's more information that we'll have about that um, probably on the next episode that we do for Universal. We'll we'll talk about this and our experience there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's that's kind of what's going on. But their flagship event is Halloween Horror Nights. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, Disney has their Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which is like the kid the kid friendly version of Halloween. Kid family. This is not. This is no. scary. I I personally am not a fan of it. Jared's I have no talked desire. about it. I, I don't enjoy horror movies. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy any of that. I just don't like that stuff. Yeah. I don't do so well in haunted houses because mm-hmm. they don't appreciate. Uh, I, I You don't want the risk of like hitting anybody in those things. So it's one of those things like they're just not enjoyable for me personally. Right. Um, but I know a lot of people love it. Well, it's a big draw for teenagers, young yeah. adults. And, it's definitely a um, very specific type crowd, which is like young adults mm-hmm. and people who love horror movies. Well, they, you know, they've got, they used, usually have a lot of scare houses out there. Mm-hmm. Um, they change, change them up every year, but there's a, a, a few that are always very popular that they keep. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about them again because I don't, <laughs> don't partake. Um, but, you know, we'll have, hopefully, you know, they bring it back again in some iteration for 2021. This past year, they had two, I think. It was I think two. they ended up doing two. Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, they limited them, people going through, and, you know, it was like a virtual queue kind of thing, I right. believe. So, um, we'll see what happens this year, but this was the, I think this was the 20th anniversary this year, wasn't it? I believe so. Wasn't that right? Somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's kind of all the events you can find around Universal Studios Florida. Is there anything you want to add about the park that I have, may have left out? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, okay. You know, I, there's a lot of f- little food um, sort of uh, carts you can go. Some are better than others. I can say mm-hmm. we did have funnel cake here. That wasn't the best. Um, but the crepes here are very good. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. some of the food is a, <laughs> a little inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of those things where, yeah, it, that's kind of Disney. I think for the most part, you kind of tend to have a pretty baseline of most of the food and snacks of what you kind mm-hmm. of expect. Some of the ones at Universal can be a little hit or miss. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously Harry Potter is still the most popular area in here. Yes, has the most stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you love Harry Potter, then this is a fantastic. You'll love it. I mean, it's. You know, I, I think we've said it before, you know, always part of this show is the difference between Disney and Universal. I would argue Harry Potter in Universal probably does a better job than Star Wars did in Galaxy's Edge, just considering the fact of you're walking essentially into a scene from a movie you've seen. Mm-hmm. You, if, yeah. you've, if you watch a movie, you know Diagon Alley, and it's the closest thing you're going to get to being in actual Diagon Alley. Yeah. And it is at the very back of the park. Yes. Um, Just nestled right back there. And I, it's where Jaws Jaws used to be back there. Was that where? It, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where Jaws kind was. Of okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and that's why they, you know, that's kind of why they integrated Hogwarts Express. Right. You know, King's Cross Station on this side. You know, it's Hogsmeade on the other side. Um, 
But because if you were to walk from diagonally all the way to like to like park hop or whatever, all the way to the other like the entrance to Islands of Adventure, it would probably take you half an hour. Yeah, it would. So you could do it, but the the train is just an easy way to get over between the two Harry Potter lands. And, and so. again, it's a cool experience in itself. If you're if you're a fan of yeah. the movies, it's it's all really really well done. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's one of those things where it's convenient, plus it's really it's really cool. And it's funny. I I do want to go to Universal Studios Hollywood whenever we get a chance to get out to California. And it's it's interesting to see the differences. Yeah, a lot of escalators. I've a seen of, that. A lot, a lot of escalators. Yeah. It's very hilly. <laughs> Our daughter will enjoy the escalators. She will. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to add? I, you know, I, well, I, I made, I made the list of everything. So hopefully, I didn't leave anything out. Um, but just that, um, you know. We really we enjoy Universal and we enjoy it now more because, you know, not to like get to, de- not to debate this a lot or to even talk about it too much, but Universal is trying to treat their annual pass holders well. I would agree with that. Lots of discounts, lots of you know free days here and there, upgrading, you know your your pass free stuff like all that stuff so well then while I, disney's not so much doing that right now um disney's playing <laughs> kind of hard to get in universal's yeah. universal kind of like that girl or a guy is just like yeah we can go out let's, let's go have fun yeah. um also if you're out of state you can do the payment plan on the on the annual passes mm-hmm. which with disney you have to be in state to do that right um there are a lot more choices on the mm-hmm. ap so can, there can kind of be a little bit of overwhelmingness on which one to get yeah um but yeah i mean you get discounts on every i mean any like starbucks any of the food you get discounts with yeah. AP. like it, it's pretty when you start doing it it's and then you go back to disney then you realize there's a big difference you don't get as many discounts i mean you get well, at, at the sit down restaurant you'll get a discount none of the quick service none of the snacks well you won't get it at starbucks you do get it at joffrey's but you don't get it at some of the other places and all this to say that University is, you know, park has a specific area for pass holders. Yes. Whereas, you know, Disney doesn't have that. So that is something that is unique. So for us, we were very excited to be like, oh, there's a lounge. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like Disney has like DVC lounge and they have like the Visa, Disney Visa lounge mm-hmm. too. They, you know, they have different kind of lounges, but there's not really one for APs, is there? There's also more Disney APs too. I guess. So you would have you'd have a really <laughs> big lounge, but Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I can't I can't think of anything else to do with the park specific, specifically. I mean, I guess we could mention that you can get the freestyle refill cups, which I think is a pretty good deal. And that, I mean, you can do that with both parks, but you yeah, can. we can mention um it, which we found. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they ran a deal for a little bit in the summer where basically if you bought I think it was one or two meals on the mobile app. You got basically a free freestyle cup. And then each day, I believe it's around $8 to activate it. Ten. $10. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can get ices and drink like unlimited refills all day long. Yep. And it's actually a really good deal. And the cup itself actually is one. I, I use it at home. I think it's a really mm-hmm. good cup. So again, yeah. they've got some really cool things that they do. The Coke freestyle machines are like spread all around. So it's yeah. not just a couple places. And I can get my diet grape soda that i love he likes it's it. only i can only yeah. get it in the freestyle things 
Yeah. So when I see those, I'm like a moth to a flame. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I need that. Um, but yeah. yeah. That's, that's all I've got. I mean, okay. again, this is more just breaking down sort of the basics of Universal, but yeah, yeah. So hopefully, if you're looking, if you're looking to go here and you haven't been, this should give you an idea a little mm-hmm. bit. And we'll put this these notes here in the show notes so you can yeah. have that to check out yourself if you sure. want to, you know, use it as reference or something. Absolutely. So. So the next one we'll do in this series will will be Islands of Adventure, so you can kind of get a, a better idea of the two main parks, and yeah, you know we'll eventually do Volcano Bay, and we'll do City Walk, and we'll do you know as we stay at the hotels, we'll do the hotel reviews of them So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been fun doing more Universal because I mean, honestly, we are really big fans of their hotels. We, yes, we are. So I think <laughs> yes, that's we something are. that coming from Disney and doing this of. Obviously, we have a Disney, Disney, you know, tilt to us, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of things Universal does well. For example, um, they're running a deal right now. I think if you book by February or March, if you book a regular, like, standard room at Cabana Bay, if you're an annual pass holder, you get basically a free upgrade to the family suite for the same price. And I saw prices as low as $84 for yeah. a family suite. So that sleeps six. Yeah. And we, and Cabana Bay is great. So they're really, they're hurting for people to stay at their hotels. This is the way to get people in. It's more locals that are going right now. So there's Mm -hmm. not as many out of, you know, out of state or out of town people. But yeah. But anyway, so that's just, you know, a perk there that we we like going. So yeah. So yeah. That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got too. Um, I guess we'll close out here. Um, just to remind you that you should join our Capture the Magic Community Facebook group if you're not a part of that. Um, we we discuss, obviously, all things Disney, but now that we're doing more Universal, we're discussing more Universal stuff as well. Yeah. So you can get in on the conversation there. And it's a good uh, resource. Like if you have questions about your trip, mm-hmm. you can just ask, and people are very nice. And they will, and, and we, Absolutely. You know, we try and chime in, but a lot of people will more than happy to help you yes with questions you've got and things like that yes and um we're also on instagram cap the magic we're we're pretty active over there and we just opened, we started a new account and tiktok which jared's been happily playing with <laughs> it's interesting it's Ab. interesting I'm trying to be hip with the kids you're hip you're a hip guy sure, you know, i don't know I, the, mm-hmm. the account is older i just started posting because i think we had the account for almost like a year and a half oh really i just okay. didn't start posting anything until a couple weeks ago but yeah yeah it's capture the magic on tiktok if you want to follow us there and of course just another reminder ctmshirts.com check out our new design from tangled um we'll eventually get some maybe some harry potter inspired shirts that that's in Go the in, works that's in the works there might be a prison mic one that's coming for the i'm excited about that one if you're familiar with the office you know who prison <laughs> mike is there might be one of those in yep. the works yep uh yeah so we'll, we'll have some universal stuff as well this year excellent all right well i think that's it thank you jared thank you and thank you everybody for watching or listening and as i always like to say we will see you in the marks bye